You are now listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zayer. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Welcome, friends, to episode number 20 with my good friend, Kibway Cooper, who is the podcast guru, and we are going to explore a new cognitive function today. So let's do a little quick review. What is a cognitive function? Well, my mentor and teacher, Dr. James Kennard, and his wonderful wife, Dr. Gwen Kennard, it's really cool to hang out with them. Um, he taught me that it is a thinking action. Cognitive means thinking, and function means action. And we often call them thinking skills, but I like thinking action. I think that's kind of a cooler way uh, to, to learn them. And why do we skip around? Those of you that have in front of you the cognitive strategy chart, if, you've, if, if you know anything about Feuerstein or you printed it off the website, you may have all 28 of them in front of you. And I hope you've picked up, I'm not walking through all the input then the elaboration. I'm jumping around. So I'm going across input, elaboration, output, and then back to input. So the last episode 19 was conserving constancies. Now we're going to do episode 20 and I'm going to put two together. It's called hypothetical thinking and testing strategies testing strategies for hypothetical thinking and I'm going to put them together and then the next episode number 21 we're going to jump over to output because here's why here's why I'm doing this back and forth between the three phases if you remember the intro if not go back to episode one and listen to it again because it will help you understand what these things are that we're talking about it's an episode you do not want to miss Feuerstein taught us that they're very quick, so you don't labor in these. Once you spend a couple minutes in it, you're, you've now moved up to a mental operation where you, you're doing something much more complex. But these cognitive functions or thinking actions, as Dr. Kennard taught me, need to be there for these big mental operations to work. So... That's why I'm kind of skipping around. So I hope you're enjoying it. I'm getting wonderful feedback. Thank you for those of you. Um, you can post on the Facebook page. There is a Build a Brain Facebook page. And you can message me there and give me ideas um, and some feedback. So I really appreciate that. And remember, you can download a big document that's a, it's called a parent's guide, but it's for anybody that's working on cognitive strategies uh, from the website, from the mind-cap.org website. All right, so let's get rolling with developing hypothetical thinking. So what is it? Real simple. If I know one thing is true, then what else might be true? 
So if I know right now, I'm looking out the window and I see the sun is shining, it is a beautiful day, I can think hypothetically, I bet it's warm out because it's not windy, it's not raining, there's not been a cloud in the sky today. It's one of those beautiful rare days in late May, it happens to be right now, late May, in Indiana. And I bet I could I could walk outside. Well, how am I going to find out? I'm going to have to test it. So testing the hypothesis, I think it's a warm day. Let me walk outside and test it. And I have already, and it is warm. It's a beautiful day. I tried that Sunday here. The sun was out. It looked beautiful. I went out like four or five times, and every time... You would have to have had a big sweatshirt on to sit outside. It was just blowing and cool and it looked nice, but it wasn't. So this hypothetical thinking is something you want to develop in yourself as well as your children or youth that you are tutoring or training or mentoring, or if you're a teacher, you want to use the word. We love teaching our clients at the MindCap Center Hmm, I see you just use some good hypothetical thinking. And the kids, of course, feel pretty cool that they're using something that sounds so big, hypothetical thinking. But it's taking something that you already know and imagining now what else might be true. So, Kibway, what do you think this could be related to? Like, how do you use it? Or give me some ideas. What's this make you think of? Um, it makes me think just to go with the same temperature analogy, it makes me think about um, like cooking. So if mom's mm. cooking something, then I could probably assume that it's hot. And so I want to not touch it. Or if mom is cutting something, or if one of my big si siblings or somebody's cutting something, I could assume that if it's cutting that it could cut me and so i should be careful not to get cut correct does that make and sense you don't want to yes perfect but you don't want to test that hypothesis right right you don't want to test those <laughs> not that one but what if you get the 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 aroma of let's say barbecued ribs on a grill and you get that aroma do you want to test that hypothesis absolutely because yeah, if it go. smells good, it probably tastes good. Yes. Got it. Okay, Excellent. I see what you Excellent. Mean. So you're using some logic and background experience. What do I already know about barbecued ribs or or knives that can cut vegetables? Or what do I already know? And then logically, you think, how can I predict like what could happen next, or what else could be true about that? Now, teachers use another word for hypothetical thinking. They call it inferential thinking. Mm. So do you remember taking some reading tests where you were supposed to read a long passage mm -hmm. and then they ask questions and you're going, that answer isn't in there. Why'd they ask me that? They're asking me a question. It's not in there. Oh, yes, it is. You have to put together about three little pieces of information. You've maybe heard the phrase, you've got to read between the lines. Mm, okay. Uh. okay. So that's what inferential thinking in is. It isn't directly like 
the the red sailboat um, flew across the water. What color was the sailboat? Red. But how did the sailboat travel? If the, if it doesn't say anything about wind or how wind blows sails or how boats work on water, you have to infer some of that. Right. So in yeah, so inference is doing some great hypothetical thinking. So you could ask questions like, well, if that happens, what do you think is going to happen next? Your dad probably did this with you. Well, son, if you, you know, blah, 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 what do you think is going to happen? You know, dads love this one, trying to teach by example and tell yeah. you, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, have you ever heard the one, well, if your friend jumps off a cliff, are you going to jump off a cliff? Absolutely. I heard that. <clears throat> for sure. I think, every, I think every parent for the last 200 years, maybe more, has used that line. So, yeah. So that's some questions. What do you think it's going to look like? If you do this, what will happen? The word predict works well here. What do you predict will happen next, whether in a story or something happening at home? How do you know if something is true? Hmm, gotta do some hypothetical thinking. If you can do this correctly, look what you just did today. You created this work of art or you did all these math problems. Can you do more? Do you think you could do a step more difficult? So hypothetical thinking is also the root of another word, which you happen to be really good at, and that's creativity. So this is the root of creativity. Oh, I know I did that, so could I do this? Or we could do this on stage, or if I sang this, could I sing it a different way? So hypothetical thinking is that predicting and using that creative brain to imagine what else I could do. And then we just move right into testing the hypothesis. Now we have to have some good strategies. Like if I think, oh, if I, if I want to put on one of those, um, I don't know what they're called, like parasails and people jump off cliffs. You know, and they go parasailing or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. A parachute. Parachute, or well, there's those sails things too, and there's the body suits that people look like a flying squirrel. Oh yeah, skydiving. Skydiving, yeah, and they just have a body suit on, and they, it has wings, and they're jumping off cliffs. Okay, so I could test the hypothesis. Well, if he did it, I can do it too. Oh well, wait a minute. Um, have I had any training? I need to test that hypothesis without just running out and doing it. So when we test a hypothesis, we need to use some wisdom and some good logic. Some things you don't test without making sure you have safety precautions there. But if it's just something academic, uh, we might call this trial and error. But Reuven wasn't real big about trial and error. In fact, uh, we we hit on this one already. Um, uh, episode number 17 was just a moment, let me think. He said, no matter what, 
don't just randomly put something down or randomly jump off a cliff with a wingsuit on thinking you're going to be okay. Just a moment. Let's think about this. Am I prepared? Do I know what I'm doing? So when we test a hypothesis, this is a great time to use the motto of the Feuerstein program. Just a moment. Let me think. That's awesome. That is yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one, isn't so it? So what's a, what's a, a really, what's one of the first things, how did you first introduce this concept to your children? Mm. When, when we use it in, um, at MindCap, my kids were much older by the time I got all this training. Oh, how I wish I'd have. <laughs> That's why I'm doing this podcast, Kibway, with you, is so that parents of younger children can raise their children to be amazing thinkers. Fortunately, my kids did turn out okay. They're pretty good thinkers. But how to roll this out is you need to know them as a teacher, parent, mentor. So that when your child shows the proclivity or has a moment where they go, you kind of overhear them, they're playing with their toys or they're doing homework. And you hear them say something like, huh, I wonder if I could try this because it worked yesterday. When you hear your kids say, I wonder, they're using hypothetical thinking. So point it out, say, hey, I, I hear you're using some hypothetical thinking and you're problem solving there. That's great. So be very low key about it. Don't be all happy clappy and oh, look how smart you are. We don't do that. At MindCap, we're very subtle with our praise because we don't wanna overdo that. We want the child to develop these thinking skills because they want to and that's internalized and that they feel good that they can do it not because mom and dad are all happy clappy or I'm going to get a sticker like at MindCap we give no rewards no stickers no candy yeah no gold stars we don't do any of that we're we're based on on intrinsic motivation not extrinsic so we don't use any reward system so we're all about hmm that's pretty cool how you did that. Did you see what you just did? So we'll point out so that they, in case they don't recognize the amazing thing they just did. So we try to point out all of these cognitive functions. And once in a while, we will stop and just directly teach it. So a classroom teacher might say, boys and girls, I've got a new thinking action for us today. It's a really cool one. You want to know what it is? So that's direct instruction and there's nothing wrong with that either you could also introduce them like that Hmm. that makes sense yeah that makes a lot of sense and i think the intrinsic part about it um is very empowering for young children as well because they normalize very high brain function and for kids whatever Mm -hmm. they view as normal is what they're going to build off of Mm -hmm. so by normalizing Mm -hmm. it they just assume this is how they're always supposed yeah. to think. Yeah, I love it. That's a great way to sum it up, Kidway. Yeah, so some questions that you could ask yourself or someone else to mediate for hypothesis testing or strategy testing is, how do you think we can check this out? Or what strategies do you have? 
or what strategies have you tried? How can you see that this is true or how could you prove it? Do you think you've got a, a, an idea of how to prove it? Or I love the response, hmm, hmm. Just saying hmm means you're pondering it and it gives the kids, it kind of slows them down and makes them think, why is she saying hmm? <laughs> and it just slows the whole process down because we do rush things usually too much. So I love to use hmm when I'm working with some one and I might also say I wonder how you could find out hmm so it's a great mediational phrase the word or the sound hmm wow that's awesome so there we go that is episode 20 in the can any thoughts on that one Kibway before we sign off on this one I just think it's really um, very important um, that we teach kids how to think on a high level uh, in a way that makes them feel proud, not just get rewarded, but their own self-confidence grow, knowing they can think through things. I think that's just incredible. So this is really cool. Yeah, I call it autonomous thinking. Don't we want our kids to grow up to be independent thinkers? Absolutely. Because you as a mentor or a parent or a teacher, you want to work yourself out of a job. (laughs) Right. Ideally. Ideally. Yeah. You want your kiddos to grow up and be good thinkers. All right. Well, thank you for being the trusty sidekick as we work (laughs) our way through episode 20. Thanks, Giveaway. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting to know more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mind-cap.org. That's www.mind-cap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. The specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a better brain. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next time.